say, you know, you made it when you got haters and trolls. So yeah, maybe we I have made haters it. and trolls for your for those of you that might might have just come in. We have haters and trolls on the Sports Bag Bros podcast. It's just it's just one to my yeah. knowledge. Anyway. Yeah, one to your knowledge. I think there's some out there in the ether. They will eventually come and show their true colors as well. You know, they start off nice. They start off cordial. They act like they want to have a real conversation. And then when you don't agree with them, things start going off the rails. And then they try to give that little slight, trying to be condescending in a slight way. And that's so subtle. And they think it's subtle, but it's not so subtle. You know, basketball isn't your forte. I mean, come on, man. We're both in this half century club. Watched a lot of basketball. And, you know, I don't think he knows more than the next guy that's been watching basketball, following basketball, and in your case, even playing basketball, being around basketball as long as you have, being able to talk about the X's and O's aside from just who did this and who did that. His argument changes. The goalpost changes. Bringing the goalpost to the basketball court change. I don't know. I, he, he he turned into a troll. He he blew up our inbox on Facebook yesterday. It was, it was to the point where I just tell him, I'm not reading your messages, man. I'm not reading your messages. I mean, he would send like 100, 100 word dissertations. I'm like, dude, I'm not reading your message. I'm not reading your message. I, I, and I swear I did not read any of his messages. Just kept telling him, not reading. But he kept sending messages. I'm like, you know what? I'm done. <laughs> so I, I banned him from the page. But he he's on YouTube. Um, Come you and get go, it. You can go to that MJ LeBron video. You can see his comments. I don't have to mention them. I'm sure you'll see it. Um. Yeah, boy, it is what it is, whatever. And by the way, this is what that is about the MJ LeBron video we made just last week. You know, it wasn't even talking about, well, I guess you can talk about the greatness because it's almost synonymous with both of them. Not almost, it is synonymous with both of them. And there are people out there thinking LBJ, there's some out there obviously thinking MJ, but it wasn't even really in that context. We were just talking about each one of them. Yeah, in a way, talking about, yeah, what one No, we did, though, because... Bosco picked MJ, I picked MJ, and then I, I kind of forced you to pick one at the end. Well, yeah, forced me to pick one, but I was going to pick MJ anyway because, you know what, I did have LBJ in front of him at one point. But then I see so many instances of just LBJ having the issues that he's had, being that big and now flopping because the game allows him to do it. That leaves a bitter taste in your mouth when you see a guy that big, bigger than Carl Malone, who can truck guys, but he's trying to get foul calls from freaking Steph Curry. In order to win games, man, you can't do that. If you'd have done that except, back in the '90s, man, you'd have been the, Except at the end of games, because he's not a reliable free throw shooter. Well, we've seen that part too. But anyways, no, come at me about that. I don't care. Show me his free throw percentage at the end of game. Well, we've seen it for a lot of players. You know, typically as Jordan, you're talking about him hitting those last second shots and doing things that matter when it matters most. And he's done it. His career is over with. LeBron is still writing history regardless of if he wins championships or yeah. if he continues to add numbers, he's adding to history. Let's see if he can get those other two rings that's going to at least put him in the six-win category with MJ, although MJ was undefeated. But that's yeah, but, basketball. But if you watch that video in its entirety, you see me say or hear me say, watch me say, LeBron is a great player. Anybody that says he sucks or he's a clown, I, I call them idiots. So <laughs> it's not like... I'm not I'm not bashing LeBron, but he does have instances that you can call out for his failures. That's what I did because it's a GOAT conversation. Factual, factual instances in which he had done that, and this is what's trying to be refuted. You're specifically pointing out things that did happen, not things you're making up, and he's kind of just going past that and telling you something else because the goal post. And he's proving my point about the fans. I said, we're having this conversation because of LeBron's fans. He's proving my point, but he's trying to tell me that it's MJ fans. He'll tell you that I'm not a LeBron fan. I'm an unbiased <laughs> basketball fan. They yeah, all man. say that. Just like enough time for the troll. Let's, let's get to it, let's man. Let's go on, right. Game seven tonight, Monday on. night football last night. Come on, let's get to it. Yeah, there'll be enough basketball to talk about. It's coming up anyways, but baseball. NBA starts tonight, yeah. Baseball last night, bro, and you talk, you're talking about staying up for a game. It was worth staying up for. A and game seven with the World Series on the line, or at least the right to go to the World Series on the line. And the Houston Astros, true to form, not performing at home in front of the home they crowd. Got it's a they ridiculous phenomenon. 
they went on the road, and this is like last week when they won at a home. They went on the road, and I was like, this is one of those instances we don't want to go back home. Let's just stay out here and all of try to win again. They go home, and we see what happens. They're no longer in the World Series run. It's not, now the exit for the first time since 2011. Not trying to say I knew what was going to happen because I definitely didn't, but I did pick the Rangers. But I did mention maybe they score four and they jump out ahead and and the Astros just can't catch them. You know, they score three. But Scherzer tried to give it back, man. Oh, did he, man? I, was, I was tweeting, yo, get Scherzer out the game. Get him out. Um, after that second home run, I think he pitched one more batter. Then Bochi pulled him. I was like, good call, coach. Good call. Yeah. I mean, you look. <clears throat> I, you look at his age, you look at his history, you know what he can do. And I think you give him the benefit of the doubt because of the history, because of the age. And you think he can, in big moments, this is what you want out there, his name. You're just hoping he could pull something in and really get it going. He did two and two-thirds innings. Kind of held the fort a little bit, was trying to give it away, as you said. But eventually there were more runs to come. I mean, I took Texas too, not because I don't like the Astros, which is probably true as much with all the alleged cheating and the nonsense their fans say about the Yankees. Come on now. But aside from that, <laughs> you look at what happened. I mean, hey, look, yesterday we were talking about the suspension of uh, uh, Brian uh, Abreu getting suspended. He should have been suspended for the the series. I would have taken the series suspension. Maybe saying that too. He gave up a bunch of runs. They suspended. <laughs> he got battered, man. He should have just waited, just took his lumps now and not have to wait to 2024. But nevertheless. But I, I saw, I saw, I don't know if it was a tweet or a meme that Adolis Garcia woke up the Astros. Not really, up. man. Huh? I mean, woke up the Astros. After he <laughs> hit the home run. <laughs> yeah, after after he hit the home run and took the, the long stroll around the bases and got plunked, and there's the the bench is cleared. Somebody's trying to, to claim the Astros were were triggered, right? Or they they had the light lit under them. No, Mr. Garcia's he he basically I'm not gonna say he won a series alone, but he almost did, man. Oh, 15 RBI. He, he had half in their RBI. <laughs> Come on. He hit a home run almost every game. That dude, he oh man, he's on a tear. Yeah, um, a legendary tear. Four yeah. straight games where he went out of the yard, man, including the grand slam. I mean, 15 freaking RBI. Yeah. This dude, MVP. Yeah. Come on, man. He that who last laugh, or he who laughs last laughs best, and he gets the last laugh. And uh, but speaking of historic home runs, the Phillies, man, Harper and, and Schwarber, they're on the chair too. Whew. Um, it's going to be a heck of a game seven, I think. The D-backs showing a lot of toughness, a lot of grittiness. But but like I said, Schwarber and Harper and that Phillies lineup, they're potent. We'll see. Yeah. It's going to be interesting tonight. Yeah, fighting Suarez going at it, trying to put them in. You know, all hands on deck. You know, yeah. yesterday we saw all hands on deck, too, even with the Astros. Eight pitchers got their opportunity to go in there and try to stop the bleeding, and all they did was add more blood to the scene. Prime <laughs> scene after that. And for the Rangers to be able to celebrate in Houston on the Astros' home field, always a good thing if I could watch it. But, yeah, those, those there was a lot of Texas fans there, by the way, a lot of Rangers fans. Yeah, well, you know, it was a Texas, all-Texas series, so I'm sure a lot of them made the trip. Yeah, yeah, they made the trip, but you would think that the Astros mm -hmm. fans would try to buy them out, not buy them out, but the out-buy them to where they weren't that noticeable. <laughs> they were in pretty much full force, men and women. There were a lot of female fans that I saw at the, at the game last night. Yeah, but you know nowadays with StubHub and, and TickPix yeah. or Vivid Seats, well, you know all them different apps, people are gonna find tickets. Man, you can now go to Lambeau Field before when you didn't have a shot for decades. Now you can just go to Lambeau or anywhere else. There's a ticket. You know, so we might as well get a sponsorship for this shout. These guys, <laughs> come on, man. Oh man, my bad, my bad. <laughs> no, I mean, hey, I got my Lenny Bias jersey on tonight. And there, there it is. in the back. I know because, you see it in the back. Rest because there's going to always be someone who thinks that when you have a name like Bias, that it's because of some sports stake. That's what I thought when I first ran into you when we were in boxing groups. Thought he was going to be Bias. Bias. Who the hell even thinks about that? I don't know. I would never think to that anyone would call themselves like Bias or 
or unobjective or you know well, or you know a, a hater 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 one right here you know what i'm saying like, <laughs> there's people out there who just want sometimes they'll do something like that because they want people to come after them whether they know what they're talking about or not, if they chose a name like Bias with the real intent behind it, you know, I wouldn't be surprised to see someone like that, man. We see people stay things on YouTube and other social media these days just to get clicks and follows. So that wouldn't be something out of the realm of reality or if, if someone pulls something off like that. But I'm gonna give, to, I'm give another I'll give another shout out, but I don't know how many people are gonna want to follow him. I didn't even look for him to follow him when I heard it, but guy here. Or I think it was Greeny on the radio. I don't know. I heard it on sports radio. He says that somebody named sitting on the toilet bowl board tweeted at him. <laughs> that was his handle, sitting on the toilet bowl board. God, man. <laughs> Get off the like, pot. <laughs> that's got to be a dude with issues, man. I mean, I know he's trying to be funny or whatever, but I don't know. I, I would never follow that dude. Oh, hell no, man. You can do nothing but go to go to crap. That's about it. But man, <laughs> how did you get to this point? But anyways, man, baseball tonight. We already know another game seven. Uh, who are you gonna pick? I'm going with the Phillies. It seems like the obvious pick. I would. I don't mind either one. I would like for the Diamondbacks to do it because I like that story of a bunch of no names just coming out yeah. there and just trying to get it done. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm rooting for the underdog as well. I just think. The Phillies lineup is a little more potent. They're at home. They've been consistent uh, throughout the playoffs for the most part. Uh, so I think they have the edge. I'm leaning to the Phillies. Yeah, and on the other side of that, whoever goes to the World Series will be meeting the Texas Rangers. And I think In the Rangers will be a little bit too much for the Diamondbacks. But for the Phillies, that's an explosion. I mean, two pretty major markets. I mean, you know, Arlington right outside of Dallas, not a small market, but then you still have Philly. Just the game itself. It's baseball. I know everything else is trying to still rear its head. The NFL's now in the middle of its season. The NBA about to start up. Hockey just started up. But, yeah, people still make room for the World Series. And rightfully so. America's pastime or used to be pastime. They still want to call it that. Right now, the October slash November classic. We'll get a chance to see that. But, yeah, um, tonight's game is going to decide who goes and play against the – and Texas uh, – Texas uh, – te Texas. But um, the Rangers – Home field advantage for the playoffs. Right. So right. that's going to matter. You know, that wouldn't matter for the Astros. They wouldn't want that. Lose the coin toss, however way you came about it, they didn't want it. But, yeah, man, baseball is finally getting what it deserves right now. Brian Abreu, like I said, should have taken those two games this season because the season was short anyway. Lose one now, worry about one game next season, but whatever. It turned out to yeah, be. Yeah, but at least it takes the, the excuse away. Uh, we couldn't bring in Abreu in a tight spot when we needed him. Yeah, you had a tight um, spot. He got sent out of the damn park. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, it got even tighter. Uh, so how about, I mean, it's a clean victory, you know, no excuses. No excuses and a blowout like that. Corey Seager, another one, another big name on that team, came over from the Dodgers, got his own World Series championship back in 2020. Now he's in the mix again, and these are the kind of guys you need, the experience and the explosiveness. You know, if you look at Garcia for the regular season, this is I'm, talk, I'm talking about when you make your legacy in the postseason. During the regular season, he wasn't even batting 250. But then he comes here and he just owns the postseason so far. And he gets the MVP of the ALCS. And now he has an opportunity in the World Series to do a little yeah. bit more. Oh, there's a whole bunch of people that can do a but little bit more. The home run Garcia hit the other night off of Stanek. He threw one high and tight that he missed. And I was like, oh, he better not miss because he's swinging for the fence. And he missed. <laughs> and Garcia got a hold of it. He sent it a long way. Standing yeah. shooter either went away or, or went further inside because it, he, he got it in his wheelbarrow just about. And Garcia did not miss it. So it wasn't about 104 miles an hour. It went out of the park. But either way, they, they went over the fence. Whether it's just a 20-mile-an-hour ball that goes over the fence, 104. <laughs> they went over the fence. Yeah, he the was pesky pole in Fenway. Fenway? Yeah, they got that pesky pole. It's like yeah, 220 they, feet down the yeah, line. Man, that, uh, anything with Fenway is a pain in my <laughs> Oh, God. Come on now. You know, I want to go to a Red Sox game, man. But And I've always been one of these people. I don't want to go there causing trouble. But guess what? I will cause trouble. And I may not make it back. So I, I just said, you know what? Over these years. Let me just hang out at Yankee Stadium and other. That's, that's like it in Son of Sam. They're like, wait, wait, this, we're gonna give you another chance. 
Who's your favorite baseball team? The Boston Red Sox. Pow, pow. <laughs> hey, but you know what? As long as they're Red Sox and they're Yankee fans, you can't be both. And if you're married, well, you shouldn't have got married anyway if your wife or your husband's a Red Sox fan and you're a Yankee fan. Should have never got married. <laughs> <laughs> That's another story. You're going day. deep now. You're going deep. Yeah, but Corey Seager had to mention him because he got his championship <clears throat> ring, bringing that experience along and waiting for these likely Phillies to come with their explosive bats as well. And it's going to be a battle tonight, man. I hope, it, hey, I wouldn't mind if they go into extra innings tonight. If um those, you know, if Phillies and Diamondbacks got an extra innings, but what, that's what game what seven. What if it's zero about. zero going to the tenth? I can getting, live with it. You know I can live with it, man. Something I haven't thought of. Do they do the stupid second man on second base? Oh yeah, in yeah. the playoffs too. Oh man, if they did it during the regular during the regular season, I think it's a playoff thing too. Man, I hope that's not. That, now that's taking that baseball. That was that, so. absolutely man. Because I remember the Mike Scott game with the Mets, and they went sixteen innings. Well, they didn't want to see Mike Scott. That's why they went to sixteen innings and didn't want to go to a game seven when Houston played the Mets back in '86. And these are the types of games you, you just freaking live for. If you love baseball, if you just love the competition, that time of year, that's what you want to see. You just a you want to see some, some, a competitive game, unlike last night. Mm -mm. I, mean, I thought they were going to just stop. It, it was nice to see the Astros get their ass. Oh, yeah. More. Just more, more, more. It's like, you know, they started implementing some Little League rules. You know, <laughs> just say <saying laughs> mercy, man, mercy. But these guys get paid, so there is no mercy but there should have been some mercy in the NFL because the 49ers now probably not the best team in the NFL, even with now two losses, two in a row. Josh Purdy now looking like Mr. Irrelevant after all. <laughs> what's going on with this guy? I don't know. I mean, what's up with the defense giving up 22 points to the Vikings? You know what? Um, yeah, I know Purdy threw the interception at the end, but – the way that defense was dominating, you wouldn't think they'd give up 22 to the Vikings. Yeah, and Purdy, man, two games in a row now. He played Cleveland last yeah. week. I know he's missing yeah. some offensive weapons. His, boy, his homie Debo's out. Yep, and McCaffrey. Maybe, maybe Debo's the MVP, not not McCaffrey. Who knows? Well, you know, I, I don't know. But yeah, can McCaffrey. Debo comes back and, and Purdy. Purdy goes 28 for 34 with 382 yards and three touchdowns. It was Debo. Yeah, well, you know, you can make an argument for that. I still think because of the catching out of the backfield and running between the tackles as he's done. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm not diminishing McCaffrey at all. I'm just saying. But yeah. The, the effect on the team. It, probably so. I mean, we'll know when he comes back. The defense should be playing better, though. No sacks yesterday, by the way. You have that front line and there weren't any sacks, even in a losing cause. But Kirk Cousins goes into the game, 14 touchdowns, four interceptions. Nothing but losses, pretty much. I mean, yeah, they got a couple of scrape wins here and there. But they go and take on a 49ers team who you and I believe would be the, the NFC's representative for the Super Bowl, and they were playing like it until last week. But this is a long season. You can't just look at one loss yeah. and just dismiss them as if, oh, well, that's not it. That's not good anymore. Well, now you can look at two losses in a row, and you see Josh Purdy. So you got to right the ship. And, yeah, and, you know, and you're wondering – I'm not going to wonder, is he good enough or not? I don't think this is one of those deals the way you wonder if he's good enough or did they Man, he, get he went from being win. undefeated to losing two in a row. There's a long season, man, because these could be the last <clears> two before you know. They all playing in the NFC West, which isn't as dominant as it once was. Seattle's all right. The Rams, I thought, started off nice, but now they're starting to lose more. So, you know, and there's just not a whole lot out there. I don't believe in the NFC West, but – and the Cardinals, forget about it. They're still on the clock. So well, I don't know if you heard this, but McCaffrey scored again yesterday, and that's 16 straight games with a touchdown for him. Yeah, I heard. I knew going in, he was 15 games. So I know that he – um well, he did score, but, man, I, I wasn't even thinking about the record when he was going in there because I was looking more at the win, just hoping that got back on track because the prediction needs to live. That's kind of like a Serena slam, right? <laughs> <laughs> Tiger slam, Serena slam. Yeah. Shoot. They got slammed. And, and, and by the way, Jordan Addison. Yeah, my Super Bowl picks got it right to shit, man. They're, they're not looking too good. Well, at least Baltimore looking solid for me. It's just that we both picked the 49ers. You picked Cincinnati, and we're still looking forward to they're, Joe they're, Burrow. They're coming back, though. They were, 
they're one and three, right? Yeah. I think they're three and three now. They're three and three now. So Joe Burrow, you know, and um, he's healing up apparently. And I didn't have a bye week this I, week. Yeah, I, I said so. it. I said I said those those teams in that division got to take advantage because when Joe gets healthy, they're gonna make a run. And I think he got healthy. healthier sooner than either you or I expected. And they won two in a row. So yeah, looks like they got it figured out again. I think the key is when they come off of this bye week, because now you're going to see the real rest that he had gotten and probably the, the help he's getting from the doc, the, the staff while he's you know out. And does he come back? Is he noticeably better than what he's been while he was injured? I mean, is he back to being Joe cool that we see <clears> as, or is he still just still trying to fight his way along? I know an injury like that isn't going to heal up in one week, but it does matter not to be on that leg at all with that bad calf, you know, for a whole week. And getting yeah. it worked on if that's what's going on. But Jordan well, you know, why receiver. You know what's, yeah. You know what's uh not funny, but um not a whole lot of people are really talking about the Chiefs. <laughs> Since opening night, they haven't lost. And yeah, that's they, true. you can argue they should have won that game, but that scrub doesn't let the ball go through his hands. And that's another deal. And, and um, not to mention they, they'd be undefeated, and people people are asking, you know, do they have enough on offense? Uh, their defense has been stepping up. Um, Kelsey, how do you stop Kelsey? Especially if uh, what's her name's in the in the in the stadium. <laughs> the press box. I'm right? not gonna say her name. Yeah, hey, we might get some good things with the algorithm and put her name out there. We might get some <laughs> country singers watching. You can say it. I won't say it. Nah, I, nah, I leave her alone. I mean, too, man. People, people complain enough about her being on screen. I don't watch the Chiefs. I usually watch Ravens and Bears or or whatever best game, but. But I can see how that is annoying. And Patrick Mahomes, 400 yards this past game, four touchdowns. He did throw that interception, but so what? And Travis Kelsey hasn't been 100% this season either. He went over 107 yards. I wonder yards. why. Well, he went over 107 yards this past game, man. So he's still able to play effectively with his injury. Some off-field goings on. All these players have all going on. Most times, the stripper they're dealing with is not a well-known name. <laughs> That's typically what's going to happen with these guys. Let's get back to this game. Jordan Addison, once again, wide receiver, showing up because Justin Jefferson is still injured with the hamstring. So now you have a rookie wide receiver showing up yesterday, making touchdowns, sticking with Kirk Cousins and making him a budding star, which shouldn't be a surprise. A Bolitnikoff winner last season out of USC had Caleb Williams thrown to him last season. Two seasons ago, he was with the Pittsburgh Panthers, had Kenny Pickett thrown to him, making huge plays with Kenny Pickett. So I'm not going to say I'm completely surprised, but I'm, you know, you're always worried about a receiver coming into the NFL and see if they could play, um, if they could play on the same level, or at least mimic what they've done in college. He's doing it with this wide-open NFL as well. He's getting a chance to do it. Yeah, I didn't see the game. I was watching baseball, so I can't really comment on it. But just go back and forth on it. I, mean, I, I don't watch the Vikings. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know what? The baseball game was bigger anyway. I mean, Monday Night Football is Monday but, Night Football. I'm saying I haven't watched the Vikings in past games neither. So, <laughs> so let's move on from that. Even though Jordan Addison did show up first-round pick. He Not throwing shade. Out. I'm just saying I can't speak on it. I, didn't, yeah, I haven't I seen him. I mean, just – I'm just thinking of when Jefferson does get back. Now you're going to have these quarterbacks. Now do the Vikings think about Kirk Cousins because he was asking about this, this extension before the season started. They was like, nah, there's no negotiating and we're not even thinking about it right now. It seems like they were looking ready to let him go away. Now when you see Jordan, uh, Jordan Addison and you have Jefferson coming back, when those two are in sync, is it explosive enough for someone like, Cousins to move the needle. The numbers look good. The damn wins and losses just happened. The wins haven't been there. The losses have. But now, I guess, beating the 49ers, even though a bit of a depleted 49er team, still a damn good team, and defensively held them in check. You know, they didn't get sacked, and they were able to run up the score on them. Not run it up, but win the game and put points up. Yeah, that was that was a surprising outcome. Uh, they jumped up on them early, got out ahead, and 49ers just couldn't catch up. You know, Here's a play I want to talk about, you know, the Saints. Chris Olave, who played for Ohio State, this guy, uh, he, he was arrested. And he was arrested because he was doing 70 miles an hour in a 35-mile-per-hour mile zone. The reason why that's even news because we know what happened with Henry Ruggs. You know, you see what happened with Henry Ruggs. 
the speeding that actually killed a woman and her dog in an inferno when he made when the accident happened and now he's in prison because of the, the dumb mistake or dumb not mistake dumb decision i don't get how you can go that fast in a 35 i can see 50 55 even 60 100 100 and what well, he was doing. He was oh, wait, wait, that Henry Ruggs. This guy was just. No, I'm saying, doing, I'm saying Olave. Olave's doing seventy. In oh, 30, I thought he said hundred or something. No, seventy in the thirty-five mile per hour zone. Seventy still, still twice man. as much. You gotta think that's like a a neighborhood, you know? Yeah, right. Um, maybe a stop sign coming up. I don't know. You don't care. He's gonna pass it anyway. But man, you you would think that and this lets kind of give you an idea of how some of these athletes think. And I'm going to say, yes, athletes, because some of them think they're beyond the law. And people treat them as, as if they really are. But you look at what happened with Henry Ruggs last year, and someone died, and you would think that people just take notice and just kind of try to do things in secret. If you're going to do it, you try to do it in secret. And they, they don't. They're doing it to where the cops can still catch you or someone can see you and report you. And this is where you are now. You got arrested for this. Now, what's going to happen? I mean, come on now. Which, is Roger Goodell going to put the hammer on him? I don't know. The same way Silver didn't put the hammer on John Moran for doing something that embarrassed the league. But after something like this with Henry Ruggs, I think that Goodell, who's known for dropping the hammer, will drop a hammer. I'm not sure. I mean, it, it it's speeding. It's not actually a, a criminal act. You know, it's a driving violation. Yeah, it's a driving violation. But I'm saying – Based on what happened with Henry Rugg, you I, I think the players' union would, would fight that very, very hard. I, I don't, I don't see how he can drop the hammer. I, I just don't see it. And what kind of a hammer at that? I mean, give him a couple. I mean, of I'm days. sure, I'm sure Goodell has a speeding ticket or two himself. You know what I'm saying? And that's true too. But I, I, I'm just thinking from the standpoint of knowing what just happened with Henry Ruggs, how tragic it was, how everyone was talking about that, and even to a degree with Dwayne, Has, uh, Dwayne Haskins getting hit by a car. You know, he was inebriated when he got hit, but getting hit by a car. And then you look at the history of what's been happening in the NFL. Little, little having the accident he had. Dante Stallworth having the accident he had. You know, the speeding, all the reasons why this happened. So you would think that that would be one of those issues that people could kind of understand where it's coming from. So when Roger Goodell decides to do something, it's not something that's out of left field. I don't know. I'll say um, let, let the uh... – the civil people, wherever they they caught him speeding, let them handle it. Let them drop the hammer. You know, if he if he was going double the speed limit, I'm sure that's reckless driving, right? Yeah. So get him for speeding, get him for reckless driving. Get throw the book at him. Whatever you can do, throw it at him. I don't know if that'll deter him from doing it again. No, they're gonna do it. You know, again. Being that he's he's a millionaire, but um, prosecute him to the extent of the law. Well, and, you know, sometimes the NFL likes to take the liberty to do their part because of the look. They're all about optics and the look of what the, what has happened and in light of what has ha- had happened before, you would think that Roger yeah. Goodell would just like to put his nose in it just to say, hey, this is making the league look bad. You already know what did happen. You know, it's a little too soon, you know, for him to be doing what he had done. Yeah, right? I, I'm, just, I'm just saying when probably 75% of people that watch football got speeding tickets, probably 50% of the the people in football, coaches and players, executives, commissioners, I'm sure. Yeah, we do know what happened with Andy Reid's son. You know, the issue. I, he, I, he just don't, I just don't know if he can drop the hammer for a speeding ticket. Well, we'll just have to wait and see. I just thought I'd throw it out there because it makes I too mean, much sense to do something. If, if he was speeding. Like and, somebody to learn a lesson. If he was speeding and – he was delayed and slow, pulling over when the cops were after him, made it a, maybe a semi-chase or something like that, then I could see because there's extenuating circumstances. But just for a speeding ticket, I don't know. Well, we'll just have to wait once again to see if that's going to actually turn out because, well, with all the football going on, Monday Night Football put a seal on the latest week of NFL football, a lot of baseball coming up, basketball, People are sitting in anticipation, waiting for the NBA season to start. And even college basketball, Giannis gets the extension. He gets the chance to max out. Three years, $186 million, 62.2 million a year. That's nuts. 60.2 million a year. Yeah, that's that's nuts. 
that for three years that that is nuts. But yep. hey, congratulations to him. He has yeah, generational wealth now. Yeah, man, that guy just he's getting it. I mean, generational wealth. He's already generationally wealthy before this the contract. But if you look at the entire the contract that Giannis had gotten, and you look at what Chris Middleton you know has, even though he's injured and trying to come back, and of course Dame is going to get paid when he's getting paid. That contract got shifted over. You're talking about over half a billion dollars with those three players contract-wise. And this isn't the NFL where they just get a piece of the contract. You know it's not going to be fully guaranteed without the actual guarantees. <clears throat> they get guaranteed contracts in the NBA. These guys are guaranteed to get that money. Now, whether that yeah, – I'm, sure, I'm sure this moves them into the luxury tax. Oh, yeah, that too. But when you're winning – I don't think it really matters because apparently in this money, you don't know for the long run, will all that money be on the Bucks books? Because ultimately somebody could get traded or whatever, and that money's not on the books anymore, at least not for these guys. But I also know how trades in the NBA goes. You have to match kind of salaries with that, not just talent. Right. But, man, that's that's something else, man, to spend. Hey, if he's looking for a commitment from a team, the Bucks show they are committed to winning, and this is what he's been looking for. Giannis has been saying for a couple years now, and one time, I don't know if it was just him talking, you know, I don't necessarily think I'm going to be here in Milwaukee all this time. I wouldn't mind going somewhere else, seeming like he was going to do what a lot of teams are doing, a lot of players are doing now, going from team to team, searching for rings. He has his, now he wants to join the other super teams. No, I think they took it serious and they gave him his money. They gave him help. Everything he wanted, he got. But three years isn't a long time either. It's not, but right now, the way the not team locked is, in for that's that's a true. period of time. That's true. But going up, you know, they already had the best record last year. They did get bounced, but they've made their team better now. I think their team is better now than what it was, you know, last season. So with that being said, even though Boston made their Boston, team better Boston, too, even though I think Boston overall is better than the Bucks. The Bucks have more star power in terms of that name and put, can put the, the points up. The, the if Porzingis just fits into that. Celtics um, team, man, yeah. that's gonna be a really I, I said it. I said it before. The Boston could be better, but all Milwaukee has to do is keep it close until the last two minutes, and it's game time. Yeah, that's true. And, um, not saying he's gonna pull it out every time, but the majority of the time, majority of the time, Damon comes through when when it counts. And that's true. But you know what? Does that change a little bit now that he's on another team? And you know, this is it. Is this still this is still Giannis's team? Dame has always been on the team where Dame was the team. Now he's with Giannis, and there is no one A, one B. There's a one and there's a two. And it looks like he's the two. You tell that to Damian Lillard. Oh, I'm, I'm not gonna say that. Right. Damian, I'm but just saying you, you tell him that when he's got the ball with 54 seconds left and, and down two. <laughs> you tell Damian Lillard, yo, yo, you're number two. Get it to Giannis. <laughs> Man, I hope that doesn't cause distinction in the locker room between those two. Death stare that that'll come your way, man. Yeah, I, I tell you, he's he's bro, he's an assassin. The same way that Allen Iverson used to call <laughs> people assassins with the with the ball, call Carmelo an assassin. He's an assassin. That, that's not to say that he won't pass it to Giannis if he's got a, a lane to the bucket over there, or if they're, or if they're running pick and roll, like you said. You you're the first one that I heard say that, and I think that pick and roll would probably Ooh. be unstoppable. Yeah, it would be. It, 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 it would be like Murray and Jokic. Like, how do you stop Murray and Jokic? It would be the same thing just about. They're still figuring it out. They had a whole offseason to continue trying to figure it out, and those two will yeah. be at it again. Because you, you can, how do you stop a guy playing in slow motion? Man? Mm -hmm. they, speed him up. They, speed they, him up. <laughs> You try to speed him up. He goes at his his own motion, his, speed, pace, exactly. his, his own speed, and when he's ready to shoot, you can't block it most of the time. And he and he's got a soft touch. So what are you gonna do? Yeah, using a boxing analogy, Bernard Hopkins always slowed you down to fight like him, or even Floyd Mayweather slowed you down to fight at his pace. No matter what the hell you did, you ended up fighting at their pace. And when you lost, <clears> you had nothing but excuses and another L on your record. Same thing here in basketball. Jokic just looked, and you talk about the athleticism that he doesn't have, and he's still doing much better than those who have this otherworldly athleticism. You know, the things he needs to be good at, the fundamentally sound things that he does, is why he's turning out to be as turning out hell. The reason why he's as great as he, as he is. And, and now Giannis, going back to Giannis and Dane, it's still Giannis's team. I don't know if Dane wants to accept that, 
because he's used to being the alpha. You have two alphas. Team chemistry wise, does that become an issue? I mean, and you know, in Utah, you had Malone and you had Stockton. I don't know if you ever looked at either one as the number one guy. You just knew they worked well together. But I think with with Giannis being the number one guy and winning a championship because of being the number one guy, Dame comes in, hasn't won anything, but he has all the potential to be part of a winning team. He's now on one. Does he try to take it by the horns and prove he's the alpha dog or just another alpha? Because they need two. That remains to be seen. Uh, I just think they'll probably take turns, but I think like come playoff time, Damien's got the rock. Yeah. I don't I don't see him giving it up unless it's like pick and roll or Giannis has a mismatch inside or he's just been dominating. He's like, well, you know what? Keep feeding the big man. Keep feeding the big man. But if they're down five and, and Giannis isn't shooting well or whatever in his Dame time, he's going to try and take control like he usually does. Yeah, I know. I wouldn't blame him. I mean, I don't think anyone could be upset about it because there's been games when Giannis wasn't exactly on fire when he needed to be. And that's probably why you're bringing a guy like this who you know is going to be on fire when either or is not where they need to be when it's crunch time. You know you have two to rely on. I doubt it's going to be a time where they're both just pretty much off. And if you did have Chris Middleton's healthy, he can do something that can keep <clears> it up. <throat> but either way, man, I, I think yeah. typically people think that the NBA season is best around Christmas on Christmas Day. That's why they make the lineup the way they did. But I think this season here, because of the moves that were made in the offseason, I think there will be more viewership. I mean, we got some good matchups tonight. Who? We got some good matchups tonight. Oh, really? Which one? Yeah, which Nuggets one? and Lakers. Oh, yeah. Uh, Lakers. Sun, Suns and Warriors. Uh, I, I can't remember. There's a couple other good ones. Yeah, and this is trying yeah. to whet the appetite. You know, Lakers got revenge on their mind. Uh Activated <laughs> coach was talking junk or trolling them. You got sweat, man. Just take your L. It's a new season, but That's they got it. revenge on their mind. But even even if they win, it's they're one and zero. There's eighty one more games to go, bro. Yep. And the Chris Paul experiment. I want to see that. How do they make this guy work with that team? Even though they still need the freaking big man, and I was still hoping Bo Bo would be that big man over there, but. Chris Paul on this team, I still don't know how he works. Well, we don't have to worry about the entire season because chances are he's not going to go through the entire season. He gets so, injured all the time. So think about it just for tonight. I don't know the starting lineup, but they're saying Chris Paul starting. So you got Paul, Steph, Clay, Wiggins, and Looney. So that who guards who guards KD? Wiggins. It's too small. Uh, about to say too small, but every you know, but that's that's everyone when it comes to KD. Looney's too slow. And, and KD's KD, KD, if KD's on tonight, man, he 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 might drop forty. <laughs> it's gonna be some nice games, bro. I mean, I'm looking. I'm actually looking forward to this season earlier than I typically would because, like I said, Christmas is typically the day that you would watch all these games. That's why they put up the the three games and sometimes four to watch. But this early, because of the moves made in the offseason between the draft and the free agency moves, yeah, this is something to watch. I think it's, it gets people interested right away. And by the way, with the, the Orlando Magic, they give Cole Anthony an extension? Three years? Did they? Yeah. I, I didn't see that. I thought they were trying to get him out of there. They tell him around and get another player. <laughs> what I did see is Steven Adams out for the season. Yeah, uh, yeah that too. Grizzly have enough problems already with Jaws' 25-game suspension. And now you get your big man out. They're going to be in a deep hole when he comes back. Man, let's hope. You may be on. better off just tanking and getting a lottery pick. Oh, no. I, I, it'll be way too obvious if they tank. Even with the issue they have, it say, will be too Well, I mean, they're without job for 25 games already. Yeah. Uh, they're going to be I lucky. Davis got himself a contract, man. Steven Adams is out. He's out, yeah. Um, they might be lucky to be 13 and 12. Until he gets back. Because remember, there's been times in the past where the Grizzlies have won without Ja being there. And when he came back, they started losing. And I remember yeah. that just two seasons that's ago. That, that's a different different team, though. Yeah, it's a different team. But the, the way that things were going, when the fans were upset with Ja when he came back and they started losing, telling him, we don't need you back. Fans were saying that nonsense. And then when you look deeper into the numbers of how they were playing when he was gone, everybody pretty much had career days while he was gone. And then that wasn't going to last. Every night? 
Every night they played? For the most part. They kept on winning. Because it wasn't just one game. And it was a short period of time. They had career, you know, they had career nights, like for several nights in a row. People were shooting lights out for about a week or two. But then ultimately they went back to who they were when he came back. And that's when they started losing. You know, you couldn't keep up your 47% from three-point range shooting when you was hot. And then you go back to your 29% when he's back. And then you expect to get the same result. And they were losing the games after that, but it made it look like he was the reason why they were losing. You know, those people with the emotional types and the people who leave Facebook messages and things like that. <laughs> Just throw a little shade out there for those who want to catch it. But yeah, but tonight's basketball. But how about James freaking Harden, man? What is this dude's not coming to practice? P-O-S, you know, he's POS. Um, he, he, he wants to get traded, but he's making it more difficult. So I don't know. Is he getting advice from anybody? His agent is his agent going along with with his shenanigans because it doesn't make sense, man. How many teams are you going to try and wreck and still expect to get traded? Who uh, eventually teams aren't going to want you? And and since the Clippers aren't willing to give the 76ers what they want, they're like, screw it, we're just going to we'll roll the dice and go with what we have. Yeah, and if things are going really well. Why should they trade for James Harden? And uh, do you really need to get advice from somebody to be like this? I, I, he's just—I believe he would do this on his own. Your agent's there. You would like for him to be or her to be your mouthpiece. But sometimes players like this, who've been going from place to place, I don't think it's an agent issue. It's the player issue. No, I'm, but I'm saying just somebody asking, him, "How are you doing?" You want to get traded, you're not helping your cause. Get your ass to camp. Get your ass in practice. I wouldn't even know what to say to a player when they're making this much money, they've had that much status, even though his status has gone down. I wouldn't even know what to say to him, you know, as a, even a friend or even an agent, you know, without worrying about some type of repercussion of being canceled as a friend or being fired as an agent. I doubt that he'll fire the agent over something like that, but what the hell do I know? But – I don't know, man. He no, just he, he signed his contract, so I'm sure his agent already got his cut or will get his cut. Yeah, they get their cut, you know, as long as you're getting paid and all that, unless they have a reasonable uh, agent, uh, the agent might be like, Whoo, I'm got rid of that headache. And that might be <laughs> the case too. But I just I don't know, man. I used to like James Harden other than him trying to play defense or actually not trying to play defense, but man, he's proven to be a cancer on the team. And still those nine points he got last year in the playoffs when it mattered the most. That didn't help him out either. But when How many did you say? Huh? How many did you say? Did he get nine points? I thought you said 19. Yeah, it was Oh, no, nine. he got nine. I think but, him and, and Embiid got a combined 15 or 19. <laughs> it was and, ugly. And Embiid was not too happy with the process anymore himself. So I think there's even more than meets the eye in that locker room. And he's room. looking in that mirror. We're getting to see what's going on with this season. You know, you already have Philly fan upset about anything under the sun before the season even starts. They're just happy for the meantime right now because the Phillies may be going to the World Series and the Philadelphia Eagles may be doing something in football. But they're still going to look at their basketball team and just throw that vitriol at them. But throwing it at uh, Harden to begin with. Other teams looking at you doing what you're doing. You think these GMs, you know, may there be some collusion where there is a GM out there saying, yeah, keep doing them because we really want you. Keep doing what you're doing. And then eventually we'll just make a play for you and probably get you over that. But I doubt it. He's been in this situation too often. When he's but Philly, Philly showed they're willing to 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 eat eat a contract. They they let Simmons sit out a whole year before yeah. they traded him. So he Harden may be playing hardball with the wrong the wrong franchise. But then they let Simmons go because they thought they had Harden who was going to do something, and now he's he's not doing anything either. So now if you get rid of him, you just pretty well, much I'm not him. saying they made good decisions. I'm just saying they, <laughs> they, they did let him sit for an entire season. Oh, well. So, yeah, the basketball season is finally I mean, here. They should have drafted Jason Tatum anyway instead of uh, Markel Folks. Mark, yeah, Markel Folks. But Jason Tatum – oops. Wow. <laughs> yeah, number one, number one pick, Jason Tatum on the board. And then you got a guy who most people can't even tell you if he's still in the league or what team he's on, instead yeah, I had a, of I had a friend of mine future Hall of Fame while back, he couldn't remember his name. He, <laughs> he was like, "Yo, Mark, your folk." He couldn't remember his name, and eventually he got to it. He was like, "Man, where is he Who now?" Did? I don't know. And I said a friend of mine was talking. About oh, him okay, okay. Back. No, like, man, 
forgot about him. I'm just saying that Philly has not made good decisions. And back back to when uh, they drafted uh, who the hell they had the number one pick and they made the trade, got rid of Moses and they could have had Brad Doherty. Oh, who Brad did, Doherty. They, I think they brought Jeff Rulin to town. I, I, I don't remember exactly, but I know they ruined that draft too. I don't know. I, I don't keep up because you know the draft in the NBA is different because I mean, well, back then I don't think it was as different because free agency wasn't what it is now. So the draft is where you book your team, and if players' contracts ran out, yeah, they could go to other team. But the the 76ers, I never really kept up with their draft outside of someone like AI coming in and doing this thing, and even Embiid now. But I don't know, man. With this 76 team and the East being what it is, do they have a shot anyway with Harden or not? I don't believe they do. But I didn't think they had a shot last year, and they are up 3-1. Somehow they choked that away. Yeah, but now other teams, it seems like they've gotten better. It looks like Philadelphia might have gotten worse. I mean, you still have the Miami Heat, who can still, as an 8 seed, did what they've done. And I think the consistency there, and of course – Knowing Pat Riley's still in the building, they don't have something to offer. It's just that the East is so top-heavy, and we know who those two top teams are, which yeah. may be the two best teams in the NBA. And this is including, in my opinion, Denver. Tyler Hero, it seems to be like he's on the war path talking about uh, he's going to make a big splash this year. I think he has the ability to do it. He was, uh, he was on a podcast the other day, and he was talking about how he had his bags packed when he thought Dane was coming in. He's like, bro, I have my bag down there packed, man. I'm just waiting. You know what I mean? But it didn't happen. So I think he, he's going out there with a little bit of fire in his eyes. He, he got that game, man. He does have the game. And yeah, he, he can shoot. Yeah, he can shoot, man. He got some handle too, but he needs to stay healthy because that was the issue last season, getting the injuries. But, yeah, Tyler Hero, I, I've always been on top of his game, man. In fact, I think he roasted Shaquille O'Neal's son back in the AAU days, man, in his last AAU game. And, man, he – before he reneged on the Wisconsin commitment and came to Kentucky instead. But either way, a lot of basketball talk to talk about this year. College basketball coming up as well. Can't wait to see how that turns out. I think Kansas is number one this year so far. I think they're coming I, I haven't seen. I haven't seen. I usually don't pay attention to Midnight Madness. That's true. Midnight Madness is coming at the end of the month. Well, this is the end of the month. And then you, <laughs> I, wait for, I, wait for, I wait for the St. John's, man. Rick Pitino, the point guard whisperer. Home again, not at Iona, which he done a fantastic freaking job. Even the year when St. Pete went to the tournament and made that hell of a run, they only got there because they did not have to play against Iona because Iona got beaten. But anyways, um, Rick Pitino, college basketball on a higher level is always good when Rick Pitino's around. I thought. Oh, I was we got to talk John Harbaugh. It's still, it's still crazy talking here in Chicago about John Harbaugh. They're saying that there's, there's a talk of they have evidence and not just the tickets that the Uh-oh. guy bought. Um, they're talking that <clears throat> there could be video of him in the crowd because, <laughs> because technology right. is so advanced now that these stadiums, they can zoom in on anybody in in the stadium. And like if you're a perceived threat, they can zoom in on you, get your face, even see your phone, read it if you're on your phone. And read your notepad as you're writing down those plays. <laughs> he had a Denny's menu and he's writing shit down, man. <laughs> that grand slam, you're the wrong sport, man. No, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying that what they're talking about here on the radio in Chicago. Yeah, but John Harbaugh, now the opportunity is there, though. I mean, that, well, that's Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh is, is you know, the, now that you say there may be an opportunity for him to go to the Chicago Bears. We see what's going on over there. And doing a little bit and taking a page from Pete Carroll coming from USC, going through all of that nonsense. Once he left, the damn wall just came closing down on USC. He goes to Seattle like nothing's ever happened. And now a lot of the same possibly happening here. I don't think that's going to happen at Michigan. But hey, if it did, he, he has somewhere to run if it did. Yeah, I don't know. There's, there's rumors of vacating victories and, and- crap like that so now the vacated victory thing what do you think about that you know you take away reggie bush's heisman and you think the people that had saw him win that heisman are going to unsee the plays that he made while he did it you know that didn't make any sense and then now i could give it back to him not an nil such a big deal you know in fact he'd have been on the welfare role if he was playing doing getting what he got then compared so, to what nil is doing so now 
officially for that year, is there just no Heisman winner or did no they give it to the runner-up? At least give it to the runner-up, but no, there's no Heisman that year, just vacant. But he still has the trophy at home. Well, a doorstop, I guess. But, yeah. you know, I'm just saying, like, they can they make him give it back? That's not yours. Give it back. Give you know, it I, I think they did ask for it back. I think he did bring it back voluntarily. Really? Yeah, I think I think Man. I heard a story that he did bring it back voluntarily. He probably took a hundred pictures with it before he <laughs> and put them on eBay. <laughs> but it, it's almost like when the, you know what happened with OJ when they were talking about melting his on pay per view back in the day. Man, cut it out. Melting his Heisman, man. Like he really gives a damn. But anyway, oh well, that might be it for now because we have baseball coming up, basketball tonight, football is done for another week. It's gonna start back up. Some big games coming up this weekend, and we'll get a chance to talk about that as well. I wish we could have had more of a basketball show on if someone wanted to show up with us and debate this basketball that they did not like. No, man, I'm not bringing no troll on. No, okay, no troll, bros. You don't deserve if you want to have an educated discussion without being disrespectful, without calling names and this and that. By all means, we'll bring you on the show, but if you want to start. Being disrespectful, calling me out my name, and right here, pal, right here, pretentious right too, right here. You ain't coming on my show. You Should can come on my head. videos, and troll us in the comments. That's the best you get, man. Because yo, we do invite people on here. If you have your grievance or if you want to make your point, you can come on. We can do a live show the way you can come on live, and we can have you and others join a panel. Come on in and out. Or whatever it is you have a yeah. problem with. And let me just say this too, because he called me a liar. If you call me a liar, then comment what I lied about. And when especially when I ask you, because if I write five things, I said this, I said this, I said this, I said this, said this, where's the lie? Then you better tell me where the freaking lie is. Don't call <laughs> me a liar, sissy ass whiny little <laughs> troll. And on that note, you got what you deserve. That's exactly so bring it if you want to bring it. On that note, we'll catch you again. I can be civil. Hey, it started off civil. I saw these messages as they were going back and forth because even he started off civil. And then he started throwing that shade. He's got two comments. One, he's being cool. The other one, he's being disrespectful. What? what? He's a Gemini. (laughs) What the hell? What's going on here? He ain't no Gemini. I'm a Gemini. (laughs) That guy thinks he's an American gladiator Gemini. He's happy one minute. Next minute, he's sinister. But, hey, we're going to have a chance to talk about even more of this probably on Thursday. I don't believe we're going to have a show tomorrow, but Thursday will be the show that we have again going into our weekend. A plethora of games to be played in college football, pro football, basketball now is here. You never know what might happen today to where something's a bigger story on Thursday than it is right now. You just don't know. Oh, real quick, for the record, Chase Daniel did break down film on Tyson Bajan. I was watching it before the show. I only got to one play, though. I'm going to watch it after the show. Oh, bet. So did you, from what you heard, did it sound like it was heading in the right way? He okay. said he liked what he saw, but it was just one play. So yeah. I have to wait and see the rest. <laughs> I like when he did that play. He got a first down. Next week, threw a pick. Uh-uh. All right, man. So All right, peace. You guys take care. Thank you for watching and listening. Really appreciate it. Just don't Sports. be a troll. Sports back, bros. Sign it off. <laughs>